everyone. Welcome to Autumn is Here. I'm your host, Francine Crawford. And we're going to re- welcome today a caregiver that was a caregiver to both of her parents. Um, today, we're going to talk about how challenging it can be and how unexpected that can that can be. So we're going to talk to Jackie Johnson today. Welcome, Jackie. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for participating and being on Autumn is Here. So um, first, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm retired. I retired in 2019 from J.P. Morgan after 35 years there and 47 years in the workplace. Um, And I moved, relocated to South Carolina uh, last year, and I love it. It's the best decision I could have ever made. Married, mother of three, grandmother of six. Wow. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. We'll see. Tonight, we wanted to talk about, um, we know how challenging it is to be a caregiver, um, but you were a caregiver to both of your parents. So we want to kind of talk about how how did that um, happen for you and and what are some of the experiences that you went through? So how did it start? Well, um, my mom moved with me when I moved to Brooklyn. Um, I bought a two-family house and moved her with me to Brooklyn. Um, But she was independent, you know, doing her thing. So I wasn't really caregiver to her. At that point, she was just living with me. But my dad, on the other hand, in 2002, right after 9-11, he suffered a a massive heart attack followed by a stroke. Mm. He was able to be on his own for quite a few years. um, And then all of a sudden, he, you know, his balance, he lost his balance. He lived in Harlem and they have a lot of his, the, his block actually was very hilly. So he was unable to navigate walking up and down that block where he lived. He would fall all the time. Um, and so I was finally able to convince him to move to Brooklyn. And he moved into my girlfriend Denise um, three family home. And she had her first floor was available where you walk straight in off the street. He needed, that's what he needed. No steps. You walk straight in off the street. So I moved him there and he did really, really good there for quite a few years, maybe three or four years. Then all of a sudden he saw falling mm. in that house, in that apartment. And um, every day uh, I would get a call from the, uh, cause he had, he had Alzheimer's. Mm. So, but he did well. You know, as long as he took his meds. Um, but then all of a sudden the falling started. I would get the calls from the, the um, home health aide that she couldn't get in. I'd be at work. And thank God Denise's mom was upstairs. So she would go downstairs. She had the key and that on the floor he would be. Mm. Sometimes he would have slept there all night wow. because he couldn't get himself up. Mm. A couple of times we had to call the fire department to help get him up. Mm. Um, and then the, the last straw was... New Year's Eve, about three years before he passed away, um, I had them, I said, just take him to the hospital. And the hospital called and said, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with his blood work. And I said, that's not the problem. The problem is he keeps falling. And so they said, oh, no one told me that. So the doctor finally took the test and we discovered he had Parkinson's. So from there, he went to um, the nursing home. And we had to trick him 
mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, to tell him he was going there for rehabilitation. But we knew at that point he wasn't coming home because he couldn't live by himself. Like, how did that impact your routine, your um, your, your daily life? Like, it got tough. It 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 you know because now you're in a nursing home. You know how nursing homes are. You got to go. You got to go all the time. When he was at Janine's house, she was such a blessing because she would check on Dad for me. She lived right upstairs, mm-hmm. so she jacked there. I gave Dad his medicine at night. Um, she would do it because I would go over to his house every night. And she said, why are you over here? I'm like, I got to give dad his medicine at night. He doesn't remember to take it. No, I'll, I'll do it. You don't have to come over here. I'm here. It's not like I'm not here. So she was a huge help with that. But, you know, you're in a nursing home now. You got to go. They need to see, you know, you have to have a presence in the nursing home so that they can probably properly take care of your, your loved one. Mm-hmm. Or you go ham on them. Once they know you go go ham on them. They do the right thing for your for your loved one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to go. He, I, moved, I had him in a nursing home right across the street from the church I used to go to, which was about five minutes from the house. So it was easy. I would get off the train sometime after work and go straight there before I went home. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, your routine, it, your whole life changes. Mm-hmm. Your whole life changes. Even when I, even before he went to the nursing home, I had somebody to care for him. He, but he wanted me. Oh, okay. I yeah. need you to, I need you to do, no, dad, I'm, I'm paying this girl. Cause he trusts To you. go to the grocery store. I'm paying this girl to do this stuff so that, you know, I get up at four 30 in the morning mm-hmm. to catch a five 30 bus. I can't come over here after work. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. How, how was it emotional for you? You know, wanting to be there, wanting to help him. But you had other obligations that you had to, you had to do. You had to go to work. You had to do this. You had to, the stress factor, frustration, any of that. Yeah, it was hard because you felt like you weren't being. They take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know that saying where one parent can take care of ten children, but ten children can't take care of one parent. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's true. It's like well, he wasn't the he was he was the breadwinner in our home. My mom was the one who actually took care of us physically. Mm-hmm. But you kind of feel like you're not doing enough. Mm. It's like, you you know, you, there's a guilt thing that you go through. You have to you have to say to yourself, D- don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. You're doing what you can do. Mm-hmm. Right. And be OK with it and be OK. with. But that takes a while. That takes a while to, to get to that point. And mm. as a decision maker for him. God, I'm getting emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you did the best that you could. But he know. would get mad at me for the making the difficult decisions. Mm. Yeah. Right. 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 They always lashed out at the person who's caring for them. Right. right. So I had to make those tough decisions, like putting them in a nursing home. Who wanted? To, I would have loved to not have to put them in there. Mm-hmm. But every day you're on the floor, sleeping on the floor at night because you can't get yourself up. Mm, it's wow. worse knowing that wow. than having them in the nursing home. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So, well, at least they're there to, to give the medicine or whatever and make sure. Right, right. Because, you know. He didn't understand. Worse. He did not understand that at all. Mm-hmm. I put him there. How could you do this to me? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I went through that for about a year. Oh, wow. He hated me. Wow. I was the one he hated. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Wow. See? Yeah. 
It's tough. It's tough. And they're, they're, they're actually scared. You know, they are. They, they're and then they're not they're the people. They don't know the people. Mm-hmm. You're no longer right. around familiar faces. Yes. <laughs> it got to the point one time. <laughs> he had a roommate. They had to put daddy in a private room because he beat the roommate. No. <laughs> he dra- And he was in a wheelchair, girl. And the roommate came into the room. Daddy grabbed him by his collar and floored him. Oh my God. He was really strong at the upper, his upper body was really strong. Mm-hmm. And so they had to let him kind of stay in there by himself because anytime the roommate came in the room, he would tell him to get out of his room. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's hard. They're independent. They took care of themselves for so long. Right. I don't understand that. This No. I'm, and even know. at Deneen's house, he was in his own apartment. Right. Um, he, you know, she would come in, she would check on him. Um, you know, we would take food and, you know, stuff like that. But he was still, he was in his own space. He was looking at his football game. He, you know, and I tried to have that stuff available for him in the nursing home. He had a TV, he had a telephone mm-hmm. until he stopped answering it. You know, they get to the point where the phone is ringing, but it's not ringing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, daddy, your phone is ringing. He said, oh, it is. It's like, you know, when the Alzheimer's, it progresses. Then he got to the point where the TV was there. We we're paying for cable, you know, you know, but they don't want to watch TV anymore because they forget they like those things, mm-hmm. you right, know. Right, right, so, right. But I tried to have them set up in the nursing home, like home, the mm-hmm. things that he had available to him at home. As comfortable as he could be. Yeah, as comfortable as he could be. But he would call me at first in the nursing home. You know, he knew the phone. So he would call me all day at work. Oh my God, the phone would ring and I'm like, oh no, it's daddy. You know, and he didn't want nothing. It's when you come in. Yeah, it was it was just he was lonely, I guess. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 It was tough. So so now he um eventually he passes away and shortly. He passed away about he was in a nursing home for about almost four years. Mm Mm-hmm maybe four years before he actually passed away. He passed away in 2015. Mm-hmm. And by that time, he, um, you know, he was just a shell of himself, really. The mm-hmm. Alzheimer's had taken over. He was just kind of laying there. You would go visit him. He, you know, he would, he would look at you, but did he know who you were? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, he stopped, you know, he was nonverbal. Um, yeah. And so he passed away April 29th of 2015. Daddy died Thursday. Mommy's birthday was Saturday. Karina was up here from North Carolina that weekend from Friday to Sunday. And mommy's no star bleeding Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know this ain't. I'm like, all right, you know, this is the first time. Yes, maybe. Mm, They went to church with me Sunday. She did good in church. We took communion first Sunday. At the end of communion, her nose started pouring. Mm. We got her in the back of it. We got her in the back of the uh, sanctuary in the in Alpo. Had to call an ambulance. All that. Wow. Wow. All of a sudden. Wow. Wow. She never had that before. Mm. Mm. Never had that before. Wow. So eventually, you started. You would have to take care of her. She got. 
Well, and so you, didn't have, you didn't have a breather. You didn't have a break between mom and dad. It was like, so we buried dad, but her, she had nosebleeds all that week. Thank God my husband was home. Mm-hmm. He was bringing her downtown Brooklyn to the doctor. I'm, I'm, I would get to work sometime at 730 in the morning. I would get to work 630 in the morning because my day started at seven. Before I can get to work good or drink my coffee, I got a call from my husband. Your mother knows, bleeding. Mm. I would call the doctor. They say, bring her in. We did that for a month. Wow. Until they finally, and she was in the doctor's office at least two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Until they finally cauterized it and got it to stop bleeding. Okay. But I was like, what? No, it wasn't her pressure. Her pressure wasn't, because I'm. that's what I was thinking. Daddy died. Maybe her pressure was up. Right, right. They weren't together for over 30 years. So I didn't it I didn't think it had anything to do with him dying. Because mm-hmm. they had been separated for years. Mm-hmm. But it did. It affected her. Wow. Wow. It really did affect. And she even admitted that it affected her. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. Isn't that something? So what and was it, it? It was it and she just immediately started going down. Mm. Unbelievable. Wow. The things that I started to notice. Like mm. I went upstairs one day. Wasn't too long after we, you know, we took her with us down south. We, we had we had a bus because all the grandkids wanted to go. So we were in the bus. And we, everybody went down. She wanted to stay by herself. We didn't want to stay by herself. Now your nose is bleeding. You can't be staying by yourself. Mm. So she finally acquiesced and she went with us south. Didn't bleed the whole time we were in the South until we came back. She started again. And I went upstairs and I said, mommy, did you eat? And she said, no. And I said, why? She said, I don't have nothing to eat. And I said, excuse me, mommy, you was cooking last week. I don't know how to cook. Just that quickly. Wow. I could not. But I mean, literally, mommy, she was cooking before daddy died. Mm-hmm. tearing them pots up even though she was losing her vision mm. them pots she was still rolling those pots wow all of a sudden she couldn't cook mm. Mm. wow you see you don't know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen and it does you know it can be anything it could be you know any kind of sickness or illness you know so it's hard to to prepare for that totally and I, unprepared totally. and i looked up at the heavens and said God, you can't be doing this to me. You ain't giving me no break. Mm. You're not going to give me a five minutes mm. between caring for him and then caring for her. You really not going to give me a minute. Wow. wow. I had no break. Wow. I went from taking care of one parent to taking care of another. So that so how did you deal with that? Like, did you eventually get some support for yourself? Did you get any kind of therapy? No. And, and you know, which, which I didn't know about spiritual support or anything like that. I didn't know about that at all, that there were groups that you could go to talk okay. to people. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't have, I guess I, I don't, I guess it caught me so off guard. I didn't even think about uh, looking for support groups mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or, or stuff like that to my husband was a huge support. Because he wasn't working, I would I was able to get him to do a lot. Right. Like right. because mommy was upstairs, it wasn't like I had to go somewhere. So mm-hmm. on Fridays, I would get her laundry and I would do 
all of our laundry. Mm -hmm. I did the grocery shopping for myself. So I would do her grocery shopping. When I cook, I would just cook enough for her. You know, so, but then it was the, now you got to clean the house. Right, right. I got to clean my house too. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I still work. I still have to take care of my house too. And that's when I said, I have to hire someone. Mm -hmm. And she fought me tooth and nail. No, we're not hiring nobody. Um, I don't need nobody. I said, you do, because I can't do it all. Right, right. She fought me tooth and nail until one day she said, I, I think I need somebody. I said, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was able to get her someone in from nine in the morning to three in the afternoon. That's all you need. You know, have company, have company. They would fix her breakfast, fix her lunch, make sure she had dinner upstairs. And I would go up after work, mm -hmm. check on her. The tough part was when I went up after work, she didn't want me to leave. She didn't want you to leave. Right. Right. So I would sit for maybe an hour and now I'm, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been up since 430. And I need to eat. I need to shower. I need to rest. I got to do this again tomorrow. Right. You got to leave already. I go, oh, God. Oh the God. guilt. The guilt. It goes along that. with that. The guilt. The guilt. Yeah. 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 So were you able to, um, so you didn't touch base with anything outside to help support you, for you, emotionally? No, I didn't. I wish I had. Didn't. Oh, okay. Because okay. I became resentful. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that happens, you know? Yeah. Why me? You have to, because you, you lose the time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You wind up doing work four days a week and then the weekend. And I got a husband too. Don't, don't forget. I got a husband still. And so I have to be a wife. Right. And I have to be a daughter. Mm -hmm. to someone who who's now needy mm -hmm. who now needs the help wow so it's like so when do you get a chance right right yeah that's a lot of hats to wear that's a lot of hats yeah. to wear. so what did you did you um learn anything from this experience i know that you know yours came back to back so it was kind of hard you didn't get a chance to learn from your dad and then go uh, automatically just go right into your mom right mom right so, there was no break um the one thing i did learn is you have to stop and do what you need for yourself you have to stop you have to um rid yourself of the guilt mm -hmm. because you will lose your ever-loving mind mm -hmm. you really will you will lose your mind you have to stop and do some of the things you need to do for yourself so I did do it. I did. There were things that I did. So I didn't, you know, I did get to travel. I had to, you know, now you need babysitters. You mm -hmm. got to make sure there's someone there now yeah, right. to be there when you leave. When that wasn't, a, that wasn't the case before. Right. Right. And so, um, and then I would, but then when I would be away, I would want to call and I would have to make myself not call. Mm. This is your break. Right. 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 Take take the whole break for real, for real. Right. But Don't fall. Right. Whatever is going on back there, you can't do nothing about it anyway. Mm -hmm. They're there. Let them worry about it. Right. That yeah. was probably the hardest part. Not not calling back and checking. Did you have any regrets? Um. I won't say regrets, mm -hmm. but wishes. Wishes, okay. Um, 
I was able to be a much better caregiver to my mother-in-law than I was to my own mom. Because when my mother-in-law needed my help, I was retired. Uh Okay. And when my mother needed my help, I was still working. Working. Both parents, really. You didn't have the time, right. I didn't have have the the freedom that I had to take care of my Mm mother-in-law, even though she was in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, we when we decided to just get in the car and come down for a couple of weeks, I was just able to get up and do it. Right, and do it. Right. Um, so wishes, not regrets. I not think regrets. I did. I think I did everything that I could for both of them, mm-hmm. the best that I could. Mm-hmm. Wishes that I would have been in this situation that I have with my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. with my own parents. Okay. As far yeah. as um, preparing, is there something that you could say to someone else to to kind of um, uh, prepare for that? Even though you don't know when it happens, but um, it's also not only a physical preparation, it's a mindset preparation. It's something that, you know, we all know our parents are getting older. Um, did you, you know, ha- did you have those conversations with your parents before? Did they, did they set you up? Did they, did they tell you like if something should happen or you know, did you, were you prepared in that way? The thing that the things that both of my parents definitely wanted for me to be the person who handled their finances. So I was that before both of them, um, took ill. My dad had me as his, um, person on his finance on his finances before I had to move him, uh, to Brooklyn. So what I wound up doing was calling all his creditors. Mm-hmm. He didn't really have that many. He had this, you know, the phone, right. um, Con Edison, and the rent office, and told them to send everything to me. Okay. So he got nothing else in the mail. Everything was emailed to me. Okay. And so I was able to, and I just took his checkbooks mm-hmm. and, and set up online accounts, and I just paid his things because I had no idea that this is where we had gotten. That's that's great though. That's something that that um, people don't think about, but that's something that you can do that can put you in the loop, and then you can keep up on on their stuff. Know what their bills are. That's one of the things. Know what their bills are, and if you can get them to have you your name on it, so that you can call and ask questions. Right. Especially if you see that things are starting to change for them emotionally, mentally. Mm-hmm. Um. Because like I said, you don't know that they're not paying their electric bill. They don't live with you. Right, right. You don't know that they're not paying their phone bill until I called and his phone was off one way. And then I went up there and Mm -hmm. I picked up the, um, you know, he said, I can't get any phone calls. And I'm like, well, let's call. So we called and they said, well, his bill hasn't been paid in however long. And I'm like, really? So I let him know. I'm like, dad has Alzheimer's. You need to. And thank God at that time, even with the Alzheimer's, he still was alert enough to say to the people, because they need to speak to them. They just don't right. take your word for it. Right, right. He was able to say to them, it's okay for my daughter, Jacqueline, okay. to inquire about my account. Okay. So I got all of that straight before he got real bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. I already had, I was with, living with my mom. And as a matter of fact, when she started going left, Kim my younger sister, Kim, took over paying her bills. Mm-hmm. So I would say to anyone, um, especially if you if you lose one parent and there's one parent left, 
learn the things that this parent does. Get on their accounts, mm -hmm. um, have them make you. Um, when we did my father's, when when he had, when we had to put my father in the nursing home, and get the power of attorneys and stuff, mm -hmm. and the healthcare proxies. Simultaneously, we did it for my mom, mm -hmm. so that we wouldn't get caught out there. Right. Right. So simultaneously, we did it for my mom. And yeah, you got to be um, when they start aging, you have to be more proactive. Proactive. Yes. Even because they look like they're OK, sometimes they're not. And that's what happened with my mother, because for her to she I can't imagine her being OK. And I lived right downstairs and not seeing it. And she for her to turn that quickly, mm. you yeah. know, to, to, to just go left yeah. that fast. Yeah, you don't know. You don't Sometimes know. you just really don't know. So I don't think you can really prepare for them to to be out of it like that. No. But you can just be a part of their um you know, be just be involved in be their Be involved and be aware. Their, so you can Yeah, before it gets to that. Right. Before it gets to so that. So that the transition is easy. Right. You know, it's it's no surprise. You can, you know, I don't have to get permission I already got permission you know to help kind of save yourself a whole lot of trouble nowhere nowhere everything is the what my mother did was she did her um funeral arrangement on her own except for her coffin mm. okay I did it for my father when we had to put him in the nursing home I went to the unity funeral home and made his mm -hmm. wow. just so that this is not something that we have to be futzing around with when the time comes right 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 and as a matter of fact, I did his. He was still in. He was still at Denise's house when I did his. Right. Yeah, it's just some things you. I don't think we wanna we wanna think of our parents as not being there. Mm -hmm. We don't want to think of our parents as needing us like that because they've always taken care of us. But the the tables turn, right? And right. sometimes they turn faster than we want them to turn. And that's the reality of it. Yeah, you know the tables do turn, and yeah. you want to be left out there with no information nothing to zero do, you know and then you have to start at that point when you're panicking and when they and when they really really need you so, right so. we're actually in the process of getting our things together because now we're our parents <laughs> right so honey and i are in the process of putting our stuff in order right so that no one has to do any of this stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we're in the process of doing that now yeah yeah so is thank you so much for the information and um that's one of the things we talk about on autumn is here is to being prepared and how how much we can be prepared we can't be prepared totally but how much we can be prepared and certain things that we can do like you said funeral arrangements and things like that which no one ever wants to do no um, one wants to do no one wants to do that so but it it does it's it it, it is more helpful if that is in place so if, if anything that you can, anything that you can help them do prior to it getting bad, do it. Mm -hmm. You know, don't assume that they're going to always be okay because they're not. Mm -hmm. They're right. not. If, if things go the way they used to go, I mean, now parents are burying children a lot faster than they're, you know, before them. But if they take the natural course of things, your parent is going to go before you. Mm -hmm. You know, and and they prefer you go to go before you. They don't want to bury their children. Right. right. So, you know, have have these things in place so that it, and for you, it's just such a it makes life so much easier. I wish I known all of this stuff. I wish I, I didn't know. Right. I didn't know. So, 
you know, so when you see the signs in other people, I, I'll say, you know, have you ever thought about having them tested for dementia or Alzheimer's? Because you could, you know, now you now I know some of the signs. Now you recognize certain things. Yeah, yeah, now I can right, recognize right, right. some of them. Some of the things they do, some of the things they say, the way they act, the eating habits, you know, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so did you ever have them, you know, check for that so you can, no, you don't want to, but get it ruled out. Just in case. Right, right, right. Get it ruled out. Case. Get yeah. it ruled out. Because mm-hmm. I wanted them to check my mother-in-law for Parkinson's. All of a sudden, she started falling all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, she just couldn't keep her balance, just falling. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the, one of the things that my dad did. But she also had dementia. And so your body, your brain stops telling you to walk. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. that's you, know, a, you don't pay attention to that stuff. That's a form of dementia, also Parkinson's. That's a yeah, yes, that's yeah. exactly right. They um they go like hand in hand because your brain stops telling you to move your foot in front of the other, and mm-hmm. now you're on the ground. Right. You know. So, yeah. So exactly. You learn that though as you go along with this stuff. Right. I had no idea before that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I had no idea before that. Exactly. Wow. And be ready to be be ready to be abused. Mm. from these yeah from them because they abuse their caregiver mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. boy do they abuse their caregiver mm-hmm. and you you have to have a tough skin did i always have a tough skin no sometimes i took it personal mm. you know i'm the one that's doing all this running and this is how you're going to talk to me this is how you're going to treat me you don't feel appreciated. But you, have to, you have to come back to do they really know what they're doing mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard to get to that when you're exhausted yeah, you know, yeah, that's why sometimes you have to have that support system because sometimes it's just that taxing on you that you know you'll lash out because you're right. first, you have other responsibilities and things are coming right. Up. Life has not stopped for you, right? But thank you, this is a lot of good information. So I really, really appreciate you taking your time. And um, absolutely, I hope it helps someone. Yeah, you know, I don't wish this on my worst enemy, whoever that might be. I know. Right. This is not something that you want to do. Mm-mm. It's really literally something that you have to do. You have to do. You don't choose this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anybody who says, well, I'll choose. Mm, you might say that until you have to do it. Yes, that's a good point. You don't know. Yeah. Until you, in- you don't know until you have to do it because you love your parents. And I'm going to do anything for my parents. And your intentions are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your intentions are good, but once you get into that place where you, it's tough. It's not as easy as it sounds. Mm-hmm. And that's where the guilt comes in, I think, because your parents took, wiped your vomit. They cleaned you up, you know, when you were sick and, and it was five of us. Mm-hmm. So mom was taking care of five of us. Some, me and my older sister had the chicken pox at the same time. <laughs> so we both scratching and digging uh-huh. and she's taking care of us and, Really, and it's two of us. We really can't take care of our Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the guilt comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. Tough. It's, it's tough. tough. Well, thank you for being so candid about it and opening up. Sure. Appreciate, Appreciate that. And um, I'm sure that somebody will get something out of this and it'll help somebody. So I hope so. Yeah. I believe I so. so. I'm, I just, you know, want people to, to, if you think about it and you put it out there, people may start thinking about it ahead of time. You know, right. that's the thing. You know, you may not yeah. know what to do, 
You may not know when it's going to happen, but if you hear it now, you think about it and you know that there's there's things that you can do. There's, uh, you know, ask for help. There are these different points that you've made that people can use and say, OK, yeah, it, it's OK. You know, it's okay. it is OK. OK, it is OK. And we have to make we have to make it OK. Mm-hmm. We have to even make it OK to be mad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Without feeling guilty. Right. 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 You have to be okay with being uh, resentful without being guilty. Right. Because it's an emotion. Go through it. Get to the other side. Dust yourself off. Get that shower, that bath, cry, Mm -hmm. and then go take care of that parent. Right. Right. Don't ignore it. Because that's what, and that's one of the things that I did. Mm -hmm. I ignored it. Mm -hmm. And it just piled up and piled up and piled up. And then I exploded. Wow. That's not good. Hopefully, I'm glad that you're in a better place now. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> you're in a better place now. And know? I miss my parents. I do. I miss my parents. I miss my mother-in-law. Do I miss what I had to do for and with them? No. But, but, but I'm, I, don't, I don't regret. I'm on the other side. I'm, I don't regret anything that I had to do for or with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was glad to be able to do whatever I could do for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm sure they're appreciative of that. It may not look that look like that sometimes going through it. Oh Lord, honey child. But I'm sure they're appreciative. <laughs> honey appreciate child. It. They appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Well, thank you again. And um, I know you have to go get your stuff together, too. Now, you said you you, you have to get your, your things in order. We're too. doing so, it. We're in the process of doing it. Too. Yeah. That's a good yeah. thing, too. You got to get your things in order, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the things we said we did not want our children to have to do what we had to do to put things pieces, pieces together no. to figure things out. We didn't want to have to them to have to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. And I so welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your support on this. Sure. Okay. All All righty. All right. So take care. All righty. Bye bye.